Welcome back to another episode of Recovering You. We are in the red flags of dating season, and we have another red flag for you this week. This is called the Blitz flag. Now, there's if if you have ever shopped for a car or a high price ticket item, and you have to deal with a salesman that needs to tell you about that item and tries to help you figure out what's best for you, there's a lot of techniques that these salesmen use to move product. And one of the most common is what I like to call the benefits blitz. They throw all these great features in your face and tell you that you have to act now or the deal will be gone or the product will soon be sold out. And this leaves the cautious buyer in an anxious and rushed state where they're more likely to make a snap decision without going through their own process and their own checklist in order to make sure that they're getting what they need. This leaves them getting something they're told they always wanted, but feeling like they don't know what's best for them. Red Red flag. Red flag benefit blitzers are the same way. They throw out their best lines. They give their most romantic gestures. They shower you with praise and attention and then ask you if you want to be exclusive with them. Sometimes they do this within the first few days of that initial spark. They may even use phrases like, you know, there's a lot of girls that want to date me, but I just want to be with you. And that's this hurry up and act now before the deal is gone technique. Any good relationship is going to have a foundation of friendship first. Otherwise, it is more likely you're going to have to spend time building the friendship within the romantic relationship, which is a lot harder when all the pressure of acting like a couple are introduced. And anyone who is interested in a serious and lasting relationship with someone will be interested in getting to know them as a person first. The only reason to rush into a committed relationship is for manipulative or controlling reasons. Now, this is speaking from experience. This isn't just my opinion uh, because I used to be this way. The reason this is done, it's done out of fear that the other person will see the real version of you and think that they won't like that version. So they try and get you into a committed relationship fast so that you can leverage that status and emotions. Now, I've had some people tell me, but they really like me and I really like them and we just knew we were meant to be together. False. You knew you had needs you wanted met. And this was a quick fix. A couple months of hanging out and asking questions and seeing who a person really is will not diminish a future relationship. It will only do one of two things. It will enhance and brighten and solidify a relationship, or it will reveal the fact that the committed relationship would not be a good fit. And if you're, and and honestly, that's not a bad thing. Both of those are positives just by taking that time. And if you're thinking that taking a couple months just to find out the relationship would not be a good fit, that it would be a waste of time, imagine jumping into that relationship and spending months or even years feeling trapped in that relationship that you wish you never had gotten into. But now we want to get into it. The podcast, that is, not into a relationship with you. <laughs> we've, we've got that one covered. Uh, so welcome to another Red Flag and Dating episode of Recovering You, The Blitz Flag. Hey everyone, welcome to Recovering You. This is a podcast that will take you through a step-by-step guide 
of what you can expect when you enter into a world of recovery from addictive and compulsive behaviors. You are here to learn how to change, and we are here to give you the tools to get there. I'm excited to get into this and kind of break this down a little bit. You pointed out something really interesting, though, before we started recording. You pointed out how I never really approached this phase when I was younger in my in my high school and college days. I went straight from and 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 this is a true story. I went straight from, "Hey, I think you're cute," to, "Will you be my girlfriend?" There was no like our literally our my first date with Katie. I said, "Hey, I I like you. I don't want to play games." I'm, I'm, I'm sick of months and months of wondering, of playing, you know, pulling off petals off the flowers saying, does she love me? Does she love me not? I just want to jump straight into it because I know I'm interested in you. I think you're cute and I think you are a really good person and I want to be around you more. So will you be my girlfriend? And Katie looked at me and she said, sure. <laughs> and the rest is history, which we, we kind of broke down in previous episodes. So... I don't have a lot of experience here as far as personal experiences, but I, I have been made aware of a lot of these things and I'm excited to kind of break them down and step in kind of more into the learning role here from Katie. Oh, great. So my, um, my buckets of knowledge. <laughs> so we're, we're just starting to, we've just decided, Hey, I like this person. I like them enough that when they ask me out on dates, I'm excited to say yes. Yeah. We, we are past the how many siblings do you have? What is your favorite color? Yeah. What's your favorite food? The deep stuff. So we've moved past that to the deeper stuff. Yeah. How would you respond in certain situations? Mm. What are your aspirations in life? Because this is the point where you're going, is this person going to mesh well to when we join lives that it will not be the clash of the titans? It will be a melding and intertwining of two lives into one. And so it doesn't mean you have to have everything in common with that person or agree with everything. You are looking for someone that will blend well with you, that you are willing to give compromises and take um, concessions and being like, let's work this through. So that's what you're looking for at this point. Yeah. So I, I would almost say going going back to kind of uh, where like my issue of I never really touched on this. I would say that in is in and of itself is a red flag. Someone that realizes that you like each other and immediately pushes for exclusivity, pushes for control of that relationship, control of um, you know your your time and your, your energy and your attention. That they want that exclusivity, those exclusive rights to your. To your heart, to your mind, to your body, to your time. Yeah. Well, and I can point that out in the same way of, do you really want to date someone who doesn't want to take the time to actually know you? Cameron based his like of me on how I looked and (laughs) what he knew of me from our one dance class together. So about an hour's worth of not even talking to each other. He decided, hey, I want to skip the get to know you phase and just start dating exclusively. Wow, I was such a romantic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you phrased it better. And maybe that's part of the, the flaw of it as a red flag is it sounds nice. I At that point, I had been dating and I had been in college. I was almost graduating college. I was months away 
from graduating and I was tired of first dates and I was tired of the the inane conversations that really didn't amount to anything and so when he said hey let's just start dating exclusively and cut out the the wishy-washy in between and see if we actually would work as a couple faster just so that it's it doesn't take as long well and and looking back at that I'm I'm realizing now what I was doing (laughs) I was I was gaining something that I could control and leverage. I, because when you're, when you are in an exclusive relationship, you do have a little bit of leverage that you can kind of stake against and say, I, I can, I can hurt this relationship or end this relationship. If you don't, if you do, if you, you know, whatever it is, it gave me a sense of control of emotional control by having that, those exclusive rights. And I think part of it, as you were talking on our list here, we have building false emotional intimacy. Yeah. What is more emotionally intimate than saying, I like you so much, let's date exclusively. You, you miss all those first date opportunities to notice red flags. It's, it cuts down that uh, buyer beware time frame mm, yeah because it's well we've skipped all that and so shouldn't we know each other well enough by now we're dating exclusively yeah. and it's like <laughs> okay if you step back and look at it the the day that we've known each other should not equ- be an equivalent of that deep of an emotional intimacy so we had an experience a while back and we actually you brought this up i think last night or today uh, we, we bought a car from a dealership <laughs> and yes. everything on the car seemed great. The test drive went great. And so we, we bought the car. We bought it outright. Uh, it was a Nissan Pathfinder. I know a lot of you just went, ooh, bad call right there. <laughs> but, uh, and that's exactly what it was. We drove it off the lot. We didn't get more than two miles down the road and the check engine light came on. So I turned around. We went back to the dealership. Uh, I went and I was like, hey, the check engine light went on. Like, can you guys take a look at this. Can you do something about this? And they said, nope, you drove it off the lot. It's yours. We are not obligated to this car at all. That's kind of what this sounds like to me is jumping straight into a relationship. As soon as you start to say, hold on a second, I'm not sure I like this, that the other person goes, nope, you bought it, you keep it and you deal with it. I agree to it. I agree to a degree (laughs) Um, because with dating and sure, I'm sure that the person that's wanting to be in control will say, you have no choice. We are in this relationship. You can't just leave without a good reason. Au contraire. (laughs) You can leave for any reason. You can leave for no reason and say, hey, I just have a bad feeling or, you know, this is just not working for me. And they say, why? And you go, well, I don't have a why. And I don't have to because yep. I am my own person. Yep. And I think that's really hard to do, especially when you jump into a higher emotional intimacy than is called for. Well, and, and, and we've heard people say, like, in some of their stories, like, I, I can't leave this person. I, I cannot leave. I can't do that to them. And it's like, hold on. So you're willing to sit and suffer and be in a relationship that you don't feel good about and that you aren't happy in because you don't want to cause them emotional distress, but you're okay with them causing you emotional distress. And that's what 
um, red flag people do. They use that kindness, that generosity of other people against them to say, you know, it, it's, it's like that old uh, Chicago song. If you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. <laughs> no, baby, please don't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry you had to bear through that and that came through your speakers. But that, that is what they do. They say, if you leave me, you are going to hurt me. And the, the nice person goes, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt them. I can't do that to them. I'll stay. I'll stay and I'll suffer. Well, part of the flaw of that is... That person that has so much empathy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a much better word. Thank you. <laughs> they say, I am strong enough to handle this. And they say, I can see this person isn't as strong in this aspect of life. I can handle what they can't. And so I will take on that emotional burden. Well, yeah, they, that's the thing. They will take on that burden. And that's exactly what the red flagger wants. Because if you assume responsibility for their happiness, then you will always be the one who caters to them and fixes them and enables them. And they will never have to change. That will never be required of them. It, it's the empath that will change. And it's not for the better. So please remember that you do not have to rush into a relationship in order to reserve that person. You decide when you are ready. And if they are not okay waiting and they would rather, and they, they, you know, would rather just allow themselves to be snatched up by the first person that bats their eyes at them, then they were never going to commit to you anyway. And they can be someone else's heartache. Honestly, you deserve to be respected, loved, complimented, doted over, communicated with, dreamed about, and all around appreciated by your partner. And you deserve to be waited for. If you need a little bit of time and that's one of your boundaries, that's fine. That should be respected. Anyone that wants to be in a serious relationship with you would wait that small amount of time. I'm not saying years. I'm saying take a few months. And remember that that's your worth. This is your value. Your worth and your value as a child of God that's on the line. And if that's not what's being given, if you're not being given that, that worth and that value and that respect, then walk away, go find it somewhere else. And on that note, we're going to wish you a happy week. And just remember these red flag episodes are not meant to make you look at the world with a more, critical, condescending, and skeptical eye. They're meant to bring awareness to your mind so that you can avoid toxic relationships. We don't want people ending up in toxic relationships. And honestly, we want those toxic people to figure things out, to get their life together so they don't have to be that toxic person later on. So that's what we're trying to do here. Please share this episode and we will see you next week for the next Red Flag episode. If you liked what you heard today, please don't forget to take just a few seconds to rate us and share this episode with someone you think it may benefit. If you have any questions for Katie or myself, feel free to reach out to us at recoveryu2 at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to having you back next week.